0: Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff.
1: everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft.
2: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
1: And we're coming to you here uh, from our living room on Friday evening, and it is April 21st. Stephanie's right in the middle of a yawn.
2: <sighs> Amen.
1: <sighs> anyway, uh, we... That was
2: Cliff, not me.
1: <laughs> yes, that was me, actually. So, uh, anyway, we had uh, toyed around with this idea of coming to you with a alias podcast in the hiatus week prior to the the season finale of lost and well i must say that there's really not a whole lot for us to say
2: no there's not um i still love the show and i am absolutely going to be faithful to to watch the rest of the season but it was very predictable
1: it was extremely but predictable but they still
2: have the most rock and theme song in in television they do
1: have the most rock and <laughs> theme song in uh, television. So, absolutely. Uh, basically, we had done a forum, or we had done a forum. <laughs> we had done a poll in our forum of our listeners out there, and a, a majority of the people said, no, I wouldn't be upset if you did uh, yeah. uh, a podcast devoted to Alias. And, and Yeah, there, know,
2: w- there, there were a lot of things that went on last night. Mm-hmm. They just weren't all talk worthy. I don't think.
1: No, it, it wasn't. Uh, in fact, um, there you know, Alias uh, was our favorite television tr- show for what, probably three years, four years, four years. So for four years, and I remember we used to sit down and just watch that, like nothing else. I mean, do like you remember
2: we, how we started watching it?
1: It was like a marathon. I
2: was sick one day. I was actually laying on the couch, that doesn't happen very often when I'm sick, and I was just laying around flipping channels and came across the ABC family. And they were playing an alias marathon of season one. And I watched television for 12 hours straight.
1: And I came in probably what?
2: Came in probably three or four hours into it.
1: Yeah, and we just sat there and watched I'm and mesmerized. watched. And And I will tell you that it, w- it was, at the time, it was the most awesome premise for any show out there. And uh, this whole idea of this undercover, you know... Agency of SD six of the CIA and
2: well in season one she was a double agent and that was like really exciting yeah and and, and it starts
1: out and turns out that she when she finds out that she's not actually working for the the, she's not actually working for uh, the The CIA, CIA and instead working against them and. There, I mean, th- you know, we realize that a ma- uh, majority of the listeners that listen to us actually don't watch Alias. Yeah, and and if you only tried to pick it up this season, we don't blame you, uh, <laughs> because this season has sucked like nothing else. Yeah, matter of fact, it, w- it was even before they killed Vaughn off, uh, one of the main characters, Jennifer Garner's no. boyfriend. Yeah, it it no, was I don't going think downhill. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: Remember, Towards the end of last season. He, yeah, It's
2: kind of like you could tell that, that J.J. Abrams had switched
1: his focus. Almost. Uh, to I work mean, on something he, new, maybe. Yeah. I wonder what that could have been. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe.
2: he got a little lost.
1: <laughs> he got a little lost. So, anyway, um, it, it started going downhill, and th- this season, they opened it up, and it was just awful. They they got rid of Weiss. Eric Weiss. They got rid who of Who actually Weiss.
2: played the pilot...
1: Yes, In Lost. In
2: season 1 of Lost.
1: But got sucked out by what Regis and Kelly would call the dinosaur.
2: Only Regis. <laughs> oh yeah, only Regis
1: calls him the dinosaur.
2: Yeah, the actor who plays Eric Weiss is actually really good friends with JJ, JJ Abrams. Abrams and said I absolutely have to be a part of this. Yeah. thing you're doing and so he got to play the pilot. Yeah, it was very predictable last night. It was very predictable. There was
1: there was one funny part. <laughs> it was so there, there's there's this part where they said, you know, run for the door, run for the door and I promise you as soon as you get there it'll be open and and uh this real geeky guy named Marshall who does all their technology. I love Marshall. He's a great it's such a great character and and uh, the CIA agents running, and and she—you you could just tell she had complete trust because she ran and hit the door she full smack
2: force, right into the door, fell, fell right backwards,
1: <laughs> and, and and they said, "What happened?" And he goes, well,
2: "I forgot to hit enter."
1: I forgot to hit the enter button, so uh, that, that was, it was, was funny. But everything else, every twist, every turn—I mean, it was completely expected. It, now,
2: the one thing that that they wrote that I didn't expect was there was a part where, um, Sydney, who is the main character was having some, some problems with her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And, um, Cliff and I both actually thought that, um, they performed this surgery on her and Cliff and I both thought that they had taken her baby, but in fact they had corrected a problem.
1: Okay. That, that that was
2: the only thing that I, didn't foretell.
1: Yeah, that, that is true. They but did everything
2: us, right up to Michael Vaughn being at the very end in the old little Buddha hut. And I. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, it, it was a good episode. It was very good. It was a good episode. Uh, much better than, than any other episode of Alias so far this season. Mm-hmm. And we kind of expected that because uh, we have been promised, I think, by... By ABC and the producers of the show that, that they were not gonna let the ending or the season finale of this just kinda right. come to an Ellie McBeal end. Yeah. Um but, it,
2: but I I know where you're going with this is that because last night was so predictable and everything in alias up to this point has not been and so I think they need to really end it on a serious twist.
1: Yeah. But the, the the problem with the problem with Alias is the same problem I have with 24. And that is is that they've used up the plot. And, and and
2: I think that they know that and they know that they can only do 5 seasons and Yep. Theoretically they should have stopped after 4. Yes. But they didn't and they started this fifth season and they I I think that they found out very early on that they couldn't do it and Alias was canceled and not canceled but scheduled to finish. You know, yes. this may, and however, 24 is just still dredging on. And
1: <laughs> yeah, and 24, I can't see how oh, it's going to last much longer. I, the one thing that 24 has going for it that Alias does not is that in Alias, if you don't watch it from season one, episode one, you're lost. I mean, you have to literally know the whole entire backstory. Right. From season 1 then to season 2 then to season 3 cuz it all builds. I mean, everything last night built upon things that that we've learned from very first day 1.
2: And the whole end of the season is going to be that way.
1: Exactly. And 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 so that and so whereas 24 Is just the same thing every year. (laughs) You put different suits on different people and give them different names, and it's Jack Bauer's going to ultimately, he's going to die at one point and come back to life. And, and save the save world, the world single-handedly. Hours. And the president's going to hate him, but then the president's going to love him. And then the president's going to have to give him authority to do things that no ever, no president would ever give the authority to anybody to do. <laughs> and they're just going to make him swear not to tell anybody. And, and, oh, by the way, if you get captured, uh, we're going to have to deny we know your existence. <laughs> oh, darn, I just gave away next season's plot. <laughs> It's horrible, <laughs> but the one thing Twenty Four has going for it is it's you could it, it have never seen upon. you could have never seen another episode, and next year on the season premiere, you can start watching from day one of that season and follow along and catch the whole thing. That's what right. Twenty Four has going for it, and Lost is also going down the path of if you haven't watched it since yeah. day one, if, the only hope people have is to go get the DVDs yeah, and download and off I- iTunes.
2: These recaps aren't really cutting it. No, you can't. People. You just can't. There's too much.
1: Yeah, there's, 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 there's too many too minute much. details that have been in every episode right? that you just need to know. What we're gonna do tonight is uh, this is gonna be a sh- this is gonna be a short sure and sweet podcast this week. Sweet. Um, next week is going to be reckoning, which is one of those recap episodes where they try to sum everything up within. Which an hour.
2: means that. Our local affiliate of ABC will probably air something different.
1: <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, but we we will come to you guys next week as we as always, uh, and so look for a podcast next weekend. Basically, what we want to do is just cover some quick listener feedback that we've got and we're going to do the lost in the news Rem obviously is is right on target with us and, and has sent over his clips and we've got some spoilers to close out the show so we're not going to keep it too too long or anything like that there's really not a whole lot of new stuff to talk about so let's go ahead and go to some listener feedback DeVille is here! Ooh. Alrighty, uh, let's go ahead, Steph, and uh, would you mind hitting play on that first voicemail we got?
3: Hi, my name is Sawyer Krause, and I'm from Illinois, and um, I was wondering, what, where, what are the maps and the blasters? What are your opinions? Do you have any idea what they could mean? Are they from? A di- are they leading to a different hatch, like um, the medical hatch at Claire and Cape Town? So please tell me your ideas. Um,
1: I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for your call. And uh, the map, uh, we have uh, gone through. If you actually look at the, um, I think that was in lockdown that that map was in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the following episode was Dave. Yes. And if you look in our show notes at generallyspeakingpodcast.com, And you click on Weekly Lost Podcast when you get to that site. It'll take you to our show notes and it'll show you uh, a picture, a a rather large screen capture of the map as it was shown in the episode. And we also have a translated map of all the uh, writings that were there in Latin. Uh, translated into English, so you can read what the map actually says. But yes, the the map is actually um, a, or the the diagram on the wall is a map to sh- point out the locations of all seven hatches. One of them is crossed through. Uh, my speculation there is the one that's actually crossed out is perhaps uh, one of the st- one of the stations that had the is the station that had the incident. Mm -hmm. Uh, And perhaps Mm -hmm. uh, it no longer exists because it blew up or something like that. And perhaps that's how Dr. Marvin Candle had uh, lost his arm and his eye. Which if you go back to the season 2 episode called Orientation, you can see in the Orientation film that he did have a glass eye uh, because his one eye doesn't move. And his left arm is a prosthetic arm. Uh, so that's my speculation as far as the crossed out hatch. Um, as far as the other ones, uh, it looks like that at least one of them may have been, may actually be drawn in such a way to indicate that it might be underground. Or, I'm sorry, uh, underwater. Under, yeah, they're underwater.
2: Most... I think they're all underground. <laughs> but um, yeah.
1: Then we definitely know that the medical. Didn't they
2: say we would find that or hear more about that?
1: No, nobody's actually, not from the show, I not that I've heard of anyway. Okay. A lot of spoilers said that, but okay. but spoilers that must be what I'm Spoilers aren't always right. No, they're not. And then um, there is the medical hatch that was in mat- maternity leave, and it's got the um, the medical symbol on it, uh-huh. and that actually uh, is on the map. And so, and of course, there is something right in the middle middle of all of this, and it's got a big question mark. And we have we have an episode titled. Question mark uh, Coming up And so That should be interesting and, and so that's kind of what it is It is definitely a map It's got the other hatch uh, All the other hatches Listed there And it also has some very in- Interesting and unique Writings and sayings And stuff all over it And I really encourage you to It's very go t- thought out It is
2: I mean the, the show just Continues to amaze me At how well thought out And written it is Yes It really does
1: they do a really wonderful job,
2: which really makes me curious to see who they're killing off.
1: Yeah, we're we're definitely sure that they're going to be killing off some characters. We talked about that last week with all the extras, extras, extras. All over-
2: <laughs> they were everywhere.
1: Everywhere. I mean, you yeah, got we we're going to have some new cast members, I think. And Stephanie's going to finish that yawn up. And I'm uh, sorry. It's
2: all I right. I just well, I just need to apologize to you and everyone else. I'm I'm really not feeling. and I'm a little tired as well. Pick it up here, babe. I'm trying. That's why I had you play that theme song for me again, but it didn't work.
1: Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, listen to our next call.
2: Okay, that'd be
3: great. Hi, my name is Kate, and I'm calling from the West Michigan area. And um, I just listened to the podcast where you were talking about SOS, the Rosen Bernard episode. Um, And I just wanted to say for Bernard, Bernard's a dentist. So, you know, you think he wouldn't do a lot of traveling, but in reality, um, a lot of dentists go to conferences and uh, continuing education classes back and forth across the country. Uh, so when you're talking about do they do a lot of travel, Bernard might have done a lot of travel in the five months he's known Rose, uh, going back and forth, doing, going to conferences and such as dentists do. Um, my other question was, as you were talking about the healing powers of the island, and one of the things you forgot to mention was that Charlie and, and – um, Claire, when they were kidnapped, Charlie was dead for however long he's choked. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe the island, if we're going to see characters come back, even if they kill off characters, they're going to be coming back from the dead because that's the healing properties of the island. Um, and the other reason I say that is because I know um, Claire was going to be in the movie, the X-Men, the new X-Men movie, and it's coming out since so I'm interested to see if Claire comes back. And that's all I've got. Thanks a lot, guys.
1: You're doing a great job. Bye. Well, thank you very much. Uh, First of all, um, I I do recall she was talking about the Rose and Bernard comment. Somebody had either sent us an email or called in uh, their concern regarding uh, something about what Rose had said.
2: Rose had said that she always wore his wedding ring around her neck when they flew, but the speculation from the episode was that they hadn't really been married long enough to fly. That not that they hadn't been together long enough to fly several times, but that they hadn't been married long enough right. to fly right. that many times. Um, so, but I mean, when Rose said it, she could have just meant, you know, from the trip from the states to Australia.
1: Or, or there could have been other. Or there could have been. There could have been uh, some other flights and stuff yeah. that they had taken. So yeah, right. I agree with you. Um, that was that was a listener comment that we had uh, pulled that from, and so uh, very good observation. Now the second thing, now she did. She, you gotta watch your language here because you said I I forgot to mention somebody else that was healed, and in my own humble opinion, uh, <laughs> as humble as Cliff can be, I know. Um, in my own humble opinion, Charlie was not dead.
2: But if you remember, he was not breathing and his heart was not beating. That is... What else does it take to equal dead? That does what not... What else does it take to equal okay, dead?
1: Okay, here's the thing. In hospitals, they have people who stop breathing and who, whose hearts stop beating. They, they bring the paddles out. They give them a couple jolts and bring them back. Now, that's not technically completely dead. I mean, they're... Well, let's just put it this way: Jack was a doctor. You don't know
2: how long he was hanging there, though.
1: Okay, you're absolutely right, but my feeling is that it's no different than what doctors do in hospitals all over all the time. That's my own personal opinion. So I don't, I don't think that it's fair to say that I left that out. I don't. No, I, don't, I wouldn't I don't, say that I j- I, because I would, I would say that I definitely do not believe it was the healing powers of the island that brought. Charlie back to life. Okay. I mean, do you disagree?
2: I think we've seen a lot with Charlie, though. This makes sense to me. Okay. It it does. I'm not saying that I agree or disagree, um, but it makes sense. He was, you know, the regular CPR wasn't working, and um, Jack had given up. Yeah. That means dead to me. Okay. And then he said, well, one more time, and he slammed on his chest, and he took his breath, and... We still have Charlie, yep. but um, he's also been healed of an addiction.
1: Yes, but but that's. I, I agree. I agree with you there, and 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 people have been Maybe healed of their as, of their past. Some people have been healed of their past with redemption, but there's just I, I I just don't think it equals to the physical healing properties of the island.
2: So some healings are more important or more.
1: S- No, I'm just saying that that I'm just saying some are not necessarily as physical, such as being healed from a drug addiction.
2: I didn't say that was physical.
1: I know, but I'm just saying that that when what she's saying is that I I left that I had left out the a healing. Okay,
2: I'm seeing it from just hearing a listener give a suggestion. You're hearing it as, Oh, she has told me that I left something out and I'm so not even gonna listen to what she has to say now. That's totally not true. That's what that's the what I'm getting from you. Okay. What she said makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you nope. just dig your hole, maybe I'll sit over well, here. Here's
1: the thing. I would I would have I probably would have given it more credence. but she went on to say and she goes, Perhaps the, the you know, people are going to come back to life. You know, and the healing properties of the islands are going to. Well, we've it,
2: already heard Boone whisper to Shannon before she died.
1: <gasps> okay.
2: <gasps> okay, moving right along.
1: But what I'm saying though is that <laughs> the just ri- won't
2: let it go. <laughs> no, the,
1: the writers of the the writers of the show has said once people are dead, they're dead. There is no coming back to life. Healing properties of island island or not, but that's that's what they said. And so I just believe that that that, that, that I'm sticking to that. That that those people aren't going to come back. But anyway. um Yeah, moving right along. Let's go to our next uh, caller.
4: Okay. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. My name is Kim, and I'm calling you from the northern parts of Indiana. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys I think your podcast is wonderful. I actually stumbled across it the middle of last week and just got hooked. I went and downloaded every episode that I could find, and I'm just thrilled with with everything that I've gotten from your cast. Um, I did want to throw out another theory to you, though, about Libby. Um, There seems to be so many connections between the cast numbers, I wanted to see if we could connect another dot. Uh, I was wondering if maybe Libby knew Hurley from before the psych ward. Um, Hurley did have that problem with his weight where he caused the accident, 23 people were injured and I think it was about eight others were killed. I'm not really sure about those numbers, but I'm sure you guys will. Um, What I wondered is that if Libby might have had a friend, a lover, or a family member who lost their life or was injured in that accident and sent her into a psychotic spiral, and that's how she was landed into the psych ward as well. Uh, There's a lot of different ways you can go with that. Um, I was wondering if after she was able to gain a little bit of her bearings with the help of medication, maybe her and Hurley got out around the same time, and she followed Hurley back to Australia and then back to wherever he was going to go after that. And her strange attraction to Hurley now on the island may just be a ploy. Now, you may want to counter that with saying that she saved Hurley from jumping off the cliffs back in Dave, but if she really wanted revenge, she's going to let it happen on her terms, not his. So what I'm looking for here are your thoughts on that little theory, with or without the revenge speculation. I enjoy your show, guys. Thanks a lot.
2: Thanks, Kim. uh, That's an interesting theory.
0: It's an interesting theory.
1: Absolutely,
2: I like it. I, I do.
1: There are a lot of uh, theories out there about Libby, mm-hmm. and uh, Rem seems to uh, be very excited. Our friend Rem in Canada uh, seems to be very excited to think that he has definitely stumbled onto he's doing uh, the. Happy the dance. He's still probably doing <laughs> the happy dance of victory uh, up there, and basically, he had called that. That Libby was a psych ward patient. Absolutely, early on, months ago. However, I am still not convinced that she was a psych ward patient at all. And uh,
2: I I like this connection that Kim. made But I do like the Uh, connection you made. Yeah. If she was was in
1: there, that is an excellent reason and a good connection for her to be in there. I would like to see that if that's the case. Right.
2: And I'm gonna just just for Kim real quick. The deck numbers were there were 23 people on the deck. It was only made to hold eight, and two people died.
1: Was it? No, that? Two people died?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, nah, that's not what I remember.
2: Okay, well, you can go back and look.
1: There were
5: 23 people on that deck. It was built to hold eight, and it would have collapsed whether you went out there or not.
0: Yeah, but I did walk out there.
1: And it did collapse. And I killed It was an accident.
0: That was my fault.
1: Podcast and... What was that? (laughs) Hey, we have a a Skype thing here from Molly H. And uh, let's see what Molly H says real quick here. She has... Did Matt send you the trivia segment? And the answer is no, he didn't. (laughs) Do do you have a recorded...
2: 7 (laughs) o'clock
1: Recorded trivia segment I don't think Matt knew about the 7pm deadline for Friday evening
2: Uh,
1: So we'll see if Molly H. has a trivia segment and if she does, perhaps I can get it downloaded here uh, rather quickly and and maybe include it before we're done with the show after Rem's uh, uh, news segment
6: Hi, this is Brad from New York I uh, think your podcast is amazing I think this, is, this show was interesting this week. Your podcast, the kids—I thought it was great. Uh, Listening to you guys uh, playing, uh, dealing with them while you're doing the podcast, I actually had a voicemail. I had a message from McKenna, and it was. Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah.
6: Um, I just thought it was great. I thought it was really funny. Um, you guys are great. I look. I've written on the fuselage once or twice. My name on there is ridiculous. I posted a comment recently. Well, why is Libby listed in the credits of the season one finale? Cynthia trust's name is listed is credited as Libby in the season one finale. I, I don't see her anywhere in the show. I've heard everybody else talk about this. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious. I don't know if was, she was in the in the in the episode and they cut her out of it. Until they have to list her, but she's not in the episode anymore than I see. Unless she's the one blowing up the raft. Mm, Who would it be? Anyhow. Hey, uh, you guys are great. I wish Rachel was still around, but I hope she's doing well. And um, I hope everything is well with your family, and I'll speak to you guys soon.
1: Bye-bye. Well, thank you very much for that message. And uh, although McKenna is sleeping right now, we'll make sure she she gets uh, your, your intended message. That was great. <laughs> that was cute. And uh, Libby being credited in the Season 1 finale. Of course, I, I obviously don't pay attention to credits, so... Uh, I, I never, I never would have caught that in a million years. I still so
2: gotta find that shovel sound clip.
1: I know. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's interesting to hear. And uh, if anybody else has any speculation on why that would be, or if it's if that's actually there, um, I, I I'd love to hear more about that. But um, I, I don't believe that the per, the blonde lady that was actually driving the boat in the background with the sea billy. I I believe I still believe to this day that that is Karen de Groot. And so that's that's my own personal feelings there. But, uh, of course, that was because of the beard at the time. But right. I still think it's Karen DeGroote. And uh, I don't think that was Libby. So, But I don't recall seeing Libby anywhere.
2: Since you brought up the season finale, why don't we go ahead and talk about our summer review of season one and two?
1: Yeah, we actually have a calendar uh, of or a viewing schedule set up. Stephanie and I spent one of our lunch dates together. Absolutely. And uh, we decided to go ahead and put a schedule together. We will put this up on our show notes. It'll be on the forum. Uh, you can go to our forum at ravenscraft.org forward slash Lost Forum. Just register as a username, uh, register a username and password there, and you can get in and check us out.
2: Absolutely. So what we're going to do is... Tell me if I'm correct, because it's not in front of me. Um, on May 31st, which is, the week, which is after. the week after season two finale, we will um, we will do the pilot. Um, part one and, part one and two. And then we will continue with the two episodes a week up until September 13th. Nope. No, nope. that you got. Oh, you okay, almost. Got, almost. That's why I see, asked.
1: In season one, what we're going to do is we're going to do two se- two episodes every week for season one until we get to the uh, season finale, which is a total of three hours. Exodus part one, two, and three. Okay, and so we're going to do Exodus part one, two, and three all in one week. Wow! And then um,
2: that's going to be like a three-hour show.
1: No, no, no. All of our podcasts will be under an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. Or at an hour and twenty minutes or less. But
2: there won't be any like extras in there. Will there? What do you mean? Like we're gonna gonna have spoilers or
1: Oh no, we won't do spoilers.
2: Or I mean, obviously well, we not. We will but, do lost um, news
1: during the summer. Okay. And they do have this thing planned. Uh, oh, that's with right. The, internet the whole stuff. internet thing. So I'm sure Rem will will uh, do a segment on the internet stuff that's being found and talked about. Uh, Rem, we're signing you up for that. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to. Call- we're
2: asking. You can let us know. Dude, either. we're we're, dub- <laughs>
1: we're going to double his pay. <laughs> so anyway, um. And then uh, what we're going to do is when we get into season two, we're actually going to review that at three episodes per week. Okay. All the way up through what Kate did. And we're going to stop at what Kate did because that we ne- we actually did not podcast for what Kate did. Right. And we started right after that.
2: With the 23rd song.
1: That's correct. And so the 23rd song was the actual first podcast that we've done since we've already done every show up till then what we will do on september 13th we will just do one podcast devoted to a review of 23rd psalm through the end of season two and okay. encourage people if they want to hear our original thoughts right after those episodes to air go back and to go back into the archives and listen which will obviously have those all available for you we're very excited about it. And we do have one or two more voicemails, and then we've got some lost news, and I, I guess Molly H. is going to give us our uh, trivia update. So here's another voicemail.
5: Hey, guys. This is Joshua in California. I just started listening to your podcast about three weeks ago, and I love, love, love your show. You guys have already covered the healing power of the island based on the SOS episode last week, uh, but I wanted to give you my collective theory on it. So I just recently read somewhere... On the Internet, the basic quantum physics states everything is made up of electromagnetic energy. So maybe the electromagnetic energy mentioned in the orientation film that seems to be centered near the hatch is so strong that it is enabling each character to physically change their bodies just by thinking about or wishing to be healed, given that thoughts are made up of electromagnetic energy as well. Um, this also points to other theories that I've run across uh, that the characters could also change things in a neutral or negative way, and not only their individual health, but other happenings on the island. Um, And maybe the electromagnetic energy is so strong, it is melding everyone's thoughts and memories together, further suggesting the reason everyone seems to have had prior experience with each other off the island. Anyway, you guys are awesome, and keep it up. Can't wait for the next podcast.
1: Well, I'll tell you, unfortunately, I don't know much about quantum physics, <laughs> and uh, but that is Uh-oh. an interesting theory, and uh, we'll we'll basically have to dig back through the archives to this phone call uh, if that ends up being what this whole thing is about in the, the whole quantum physics and everything's all made up. Of- of electromagnetism and all that stuff. I'm so have to
2: say, hats off to Joshua.
1: Very, very good. Uh, very, very good. It's good. It's good. Let's go ahead and turn to uh, Lost in the News. Uh, Rem, take it away.
0: Lost in the news. Greetings and salutations. It's Rem with Lost in the News. Well, here we are, deep in the last hiatus of the season. And how are you holding up? little short-tempered? Shaking in the hands? You losing sleep? Well, take heart. The final four are coming. And next week, we have a highlight episode called Lost Reckoning. And that airs next Wednesday, April 26th. Here's the description, and I'll try to make it a little bit dramatic for you. Are you a person of faith? or science. This is the dilemma that plagues the island survivors and also defines their character. Discover how Faith in the Hatch led Locke on a mission to find a way inside, and how his discovery of Desmond led to his belief that punching the numbers in every 108 minutes would ensure everyone's survival. In addition, Michael's dogged mission in finding Walt, the Taley's fight for survival during their first 48 days through to their collision with the fuselage survivors, and the uncertainty of prisoner Henry Gale's allegiances, and the tensions between the survivors and the others have left everyone questioning what they really believe in. Additionally, the healing powers of love are explored through a timid Hurley's struggle with... Asking Libby out on a date, through the strong bonds between Sun and Jin, and through Jack and Sawyer's mutual yet unrequited attraction to Kate. That's the highlight episode called Reckoning, airing on Wednesday, April the 26th. Well, if you're a listener to Generally Speaking and other Lost podcasts, you've likely visited many of the online Lost forums, and fans aren't the only ones. Turns out a USA Today article says that a subset of Lost writers also scan the message boards to discern the desires of online fans, then relay those themes to the rest of the team. So, do fan postings on forums actually affect the trajectory of the Lost plotline? Well, executive producer Damon Lindelof, in an instant messaging interview posted on Lost-TV.com, said, quote, The fan reaction has a lot of influence. The biggest example is that we began to get a sense of real frustration from the fans that we weren't answering any questions and just asking new ones. So we advanced some of our mythological wheels and gave the audience more answers than we were originally going to give as we came down to the stretch. You know, it's truly amazing that the TV show has such access to the ideas and thoughts of its fans literally within minutes of the episode ending And speaking of fan interaction, details have been released concerning a massive campaign designed to keep Lost fans busy between the finale in May and the premiere of Season 3 coming up in September. More than 30 broadcasters from Europe, Africa, Asia Pacific, and the Middle East will work in conjunction to release clues with new information regarding the mystery and the mythology of the island. Fans looking to solve the puzzle will find audio, video, and text clues in locations all over the world, along with an online community in which to connect and collaborate with others. That's really the interactive experience that Carlton Hughes and Damon Lindelof were talking about on the March 28th edition of the official Lost podcast. And if you missed that clip, well, here it is.
1: We're involved in a project which is going to Um, involve the Internet that's
0: going to start uh, in May. In May. But you're going to have to watch the show, um, and not just the show, but what happens in between the show. Between the acts of the
2: show. Sort of fairly carefully in order to sort of begin the path on this, what we're calling an experience.
1: Yeah, and this Internet experience will actually be launched uh, during one of the shows in May, and, and it will be a pathway that will lead to um, a lot of information about the show that we're not going to get to on the show, but it's not just a sort of ancillary. Yeah, it's not behind the scenes
2: stuff either. It's like
1: it's real mythology. It's, it's good, real cool storytelling. storytelling. Yeah, and uh, which hopefully is going to, in some degree, satisfy the desire for new material and lost over the summer. I mean, you know, during that period of time when the show is down before we start the next season, we are actually going to be telling some lost stories.
0: Now, the rumor is that official details will be released after the recap episode, Reckoning, airs on April 26th. So if you're planning to blow that off as just a Clips episode, it might be worth your time. And I thank you for your time. That's Lost in the News. My name is Rem. Now back to Cliff and Stephanie.
2: Thanks, Rem, for the news. And now we're headed to Molly H. for the trivia.
0: That we just got.
2: That we just got. Hey, Generally Speaking Community, this is Molly H. from San Antonio, Texas, and I will be
7: reporting the results of our Weekly Lost Trivia Contest. This week's contest was written by newly crowned trivia king, Matt, and the theme for the quiz was Before They Were Losties. The trivia questions were as follows. Number one, Dominic Monaghan, who plays Charlie Pace, is not the only one to play a bloody rock star. Name the 2003 film where Jack, actor Matthew Fox, did his own version. The answer was a token for your thoughts. Number two, speaking of the good Dr. Jack, Dominic Monaghan has also played a character whose name was Jack. Name that 2003 film when Monaghan was once known as Jack. The answer was an insomniac's nightmare. Number three, what 2005 Oscar nominated short film has Jorge Garcia recently appeared in? The answer, our time is up. Number four, young actor Malcolm David Kelly has done a bunch of work before Lost. What 2002 film did he star in with Denzel Washington? The answer, Antoine Fisher. Number five, what two films has Harold Perrineau Jr. appeared in and played the same character? The answers were The Matrix Trilogy, The Matrix Reloaded, and The Matrix Revolution. Number six, Mr. Echo co-starred with Matt Damon in what 2002 film? The Bourne Identity was the answer. Number seven, Naveen Andrews played in what film? That later went on to win nine Academy Awards in 1997. The answer was The English Patient. Number eight. What was the title of the 1985 horror film that Terry O'Quinn starred in? The answer was Silver Bullet. Number nine. Emily Day-Raven has recently appeared in a few films out this year. What independent film... Released on March 31, 2006, in limited releases heavily influenced by hard-boiled Noor mystery. The answer is brick. There were six answers for our for- last question, and I'm only going to give you three. Young Jim Kim is a huge star in South Korea, named two Korean films she has starred in since 2000. Three are: Rush, Iron Palm and Yesterday. And now for our winners. The winners of this week's contest are. Andrew Ran, M. Grace, Eats Now It's Water, Gator Johns, E.S. Baker, and Dan 23X. Congratulations to all of our winners. Matt has asked me to propose a mission to all of our winners. We need y'all to write a question and email it to Matt at altsac06 at yahoo.com by midnight Sunday, Texas time. I am challenging all of you generally speaking listeners out there to play this week's quiz. Let's see if we can break a record. That's all from Trivia Central here in San Antonio, Texas. For Matt and all of us here at Trivia Central, have a cluckety-cluck-cluck day.
1: <laughs> Molly, we love it. Thank you very Thank much you, for Molly. for putting that together for us. I, I love the groovy music that kind of reminds me of the the... Concession stand music Uh from the old drive-in. Remember In Between Movies? There's still time to get some hot, hot dogs and popcorn. So anyway, uh, thank you so much. And uh, if you guys didn't get that email, you can always sign into our forum and look for Moderator Matt. Uh, I think it's just M A T T, and you can send him a private message as well with your with your trivia questions and and do uh, do check out the uh, trivia questions and and uh, give it a shot. See if see if you can uh, test your trivia knowledge of Lost. We do want to close things out here, and before we get into our spoiler segment, I do need to say thank you uh, for the people who have donated in the month of April so far. Absolutely. And that is uh, let's see, Deborah Lindell. Uh, James Lovell, uh, Dennis Spiel, Edward Spillane, and Vicki Sherman. Uh, you know, we don't expect anybody to uh, give. This is a free podcast. However, uh, it's free to you. But it's not free to us. We do have to pay for bandwidth. And uh, not only that, but the hours that are spent here are generally hours that I used to spend working at the office. And so, uh, you know, we just want to thank those of you who have been blessed and have been able to give. Uh, from the bottom of our heart every every little bit that you send uh, goes a very long way in helping us to continue to be able to produce this show on a weekly basis and by no means do we want anybody to feel any pressure or any guilt for not sending money uh, trust me we, we that is the furthest thing from our hearts and our minds but to those of you who have given a very special thank you from Stephanie and myself thank you and now we have our final segment, and we're going to go ahead and uh, go to our spoilers. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what
5: was supposed to happen. I
0: know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? i are not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Hey there, it's Rem, checking in with Lost Spoilers. Now, once this agonizing hiatus is over and May finally arrives, we'll be hitting it with four last episodes in Season 2. Episode 20 is called Two for the Road. It's Anna Lucia-centric, and it airs on Wednesday the 3rd of May. John Terry will be guest-starring as Christian Shepherd. Rachel Ticotin as Captain Teresa Cortez, Anna Lucia's mom, Michael Emerson as Henry Gale, and Gabriel Fitzpatrick will be playing a character called Lindsay. Now this begs the question, will we have a cross between Christian Shepherd and Ana Lucia, or her mom, or possibly both? Episode 21 is called Question Mark. It's echo-centric, airing on Wednesday, the 10th of May. In a flashback at the airport, Charlotte delivers a message to Echo, and Libby asks if everything's all right. Whatever that means, I'm sure we'll get more details as they become available. Charlotte is apparently a 16-ish Australian who suffers a near-death experience. Episode 22 is called Three Minutes, and that is Michael-centric. Air date is Wednesday, the 17th of May. We'll meet a very different Michael than the one who left. Walt will also be backed, and yes, he's going to be played by Malcolm David Kelly. Word is we'll also get a scene between Jack and Sawyer that's even better than the poker scene. That one comes from Ask Osiello, a TV guide. Episode 23, the one we've all been asking about, is the two-hour finale, and it's called Live Together, Die Alone. Air date is Wednesday, May 24th. Now this apparently is a Desmond flashback, which I think we've all been waiting for. In a flashback set in 2000 in L.A., Libby buys Desmond a coffee and offers him her boat... Now, does this mean that Libby gave Desmond the boat that he was piloting when it crashed on the island? I guess we'll find out. Charlie and Echo enter the hatch to get dynamite. Rose and Locke have a chat. And later in the episode, we see Desmond lying on the beach on the shore, waking up, being carried to the hatch, and Desmond and Kelvin walking through the jungle. Now, while in prison, not sure if this is on the island or a flashback, Widmore tells off Desmond. So, will we meet the Widmore behind Widmore Labs and Widmore Construction? Also, there will be one scene with Desmond at the stadium. Dr. Candle will appear. And this episode is going to feature two computer technicians working in a remote drilling station. That's according to Spoiler.com. And finally, word is we're going to see Vincent. She will be in the season finale. Now, in other news, it appears that Naveen Andrews is a tad concerned that his character Saeed may be killed off. He says the entire cast is on edge because of the volatile nature of the series. He says, quote, I know something catastrophic and violent is going to happen at the end of the season, so we all sort of sit around in fear. And when asked how much the actors are told about the future of their arc, well, Naveen is actually pretty candid.
5: I tell us absolutely nothing. Bugger all. I mean, uh, maybe that's a good thing, you know, because I think if you
0: knew too much as an actor, you would probably play that earlier on, and it just wouldn't be appropriate, and it may not work in the same way, or it wouldn't work as well as if you were totally unaware and, you know, were open to, like, the possibility of events and different scenarios um, taking place. It's
5: a strange one, because for an actor, you know, you like to know what's coming, and when you do a film, you get a beginning, an
0: arc, hopefully, and then an end, but... This just seems to sort of constantly evolve, and you have to be ready, it seems, for anything. Word is there will be two deaths by the end of the season. It is currently unknown if these are regulars or not. And one of the speculations going around is that Libby may be one of the characters killed off because, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Cynthia Watrous, who plays Hurley's love interest, has been cast in a CBS pilot comedy... And that calls into severe question her chances of making it out of Lost's second season in one piece. And it looks as though Kate and Jack are zooming toward coupledom, but there's a serious wrench that will be thrown in by the end of this season. Well, that's a wrap on Lost. Spoilers. I'm Rem. Now back to Stephanie and Cliff in the Generally Speaking Studios. Wow, Rem, you definitely have covered all the bases there, and
1: there is so much to uh, just soak in as far as what's coming up on Lost, and in fact, I think I'm probably going to have to go back and listen to that again. Uh, But lots of exciting things happening. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, shut the recording equipment off here in about, mm, hopefully within the next minute. And we just want to say thank you very much for tuning in during this hiatus week and downloading the show. Uh, please do start telling people about our summer review of Season 1 and 2. Please also do check out GenerallySpeakingPodcast.com and click on the Weekly Lost Podcast, and there's a button for our forum there that you can uh, come and join in the conversation online. Uh, you'll especially want to take a look at that during the summer, when we're finding all these hidden clues and tracking the story during the summer that they're talking about. And again, um, uh, that's at GenerallySpeakingPodcast.com. One final announcement is, and this is the most important thing you could do for us, and that is to give us a call and leave us a message on our listener feedback line. And that is area code 413 Thank you very much. And Rem, why don't you go ahead and take us on out of here.
0: You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413 521 zero nine five eight to leave your comments and questions and please start with your name and where you're calling from if you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast simply click on the paypal donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com join us next week for another edition of generally speaking thanks for listening
1: Hi, this is Cliff Ravenscraft again, and I have uh, one other thing I wanted to say before I bring some of our outtakes into this uh, ending of the podcast, and that is uh, Rem Levictois from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, he is the voice of our show, and I will tell you that we owe him so much. Uh, he does so much hard work and all the voice announcing Uh, and and a a great deal of the segments and clips and intros that we have. Uh, And he's just been a tremendous blessing to us. And we have actually helped him launch his own kind of online enterprise. In fact, I think that just by mentioning uh, his ability to do some voiceover work and and things of that nature. That he's actually got a couple paid gigs out of this, and want to let you know this. He hasn't asked asked me to mention this at all. So Rem, this is even even a surprise to you. But I just want to encourage our listeners out there. I know there are a lot of you who have told us that um, you are considering starting your own podcast. And uh, as I mentioned just briefly, if I didn't edit it out. I am actually going to be starting a fourth podcast of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network, and it's going to be called Generally Speaking About Podcasting. And so if you are somebody who's thinking about starting a podcast, uh, you may want somebody that does uh, some voiceover work for you. And, um, you know, I would encourage you to get in touch with Rem. He has uh, an awesome voice. We get tons and tons of feedback uh, that people just say they love his voice. And I, I'm sure for a very reasonable price, he would be willing to put together some some bits for you, too. So uh, if you want to find out how to get a hold of Rem, you can actually send an email to me at podcast at ravenscraft.org. That's R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T dot O-R-G. And I will forward your email on to Rem, and he will soon be in touch with you. And, and maybe you guys can get something worked out together. Hands down, he's been a faithful contributor to our show uh, from the very beginning. So, Rem, my hat's off to you, and cheers. Hello, everybody. This is Cliff Ravenscraft.
2: <laughs> um, Stephanie Ravenscraft.
1: And we're rocking and rolling on a late Friday evening.
2: You're funny.
1: Okay, we're going to have to start this over. You can't, you can't just laugh at me when I open in the show. That
2: was funny. It's All like right. you're trying to overcompensate because I don't feel well.
1: Okay. We uh, On May 30. You f- asked me. <laughs> I know. Okay. On May 30, On May 34th. <laughs> one of the things that we're going to be doing is a season review of Summer 1 and 2. And this is an excellent point to bring this up. Never. You're laughing. You
2: said, you said. Can I tell you what you said? Yeah. Why I'm laughing? You said we're going to do a season <laughs> review of Summer One and
1: Two. <laughs> <laughs> did I
2: say that? Absolutely, you did. I don't
1: believe you. <laughs> since he brought it up, um, since he. T- forget it. All right. Since he. <laughs> alright since he brought it up I think this is a great idea great idea <laughs> since he brought up since he brought up the idea of season finales I think this would be a great idea
2: <laughs> stop it I can't help it
1: it's me I, I don't know why I can't say this right
2: you mean not to say it yeah go ahead so since he's
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> I didn't make faces at you. Okay. Okay.
1: Ow. <laughs> <laughs>